0: Yes, we do. Every single Saturday on these airwaves. My name's Casey Steve, the voice of your valley. On Merced's new stock station, 107.3 FM. 1480 AM, KYOS, come on.
1: The
0: you Merced. Winton. all of the little communities up and down the valley here in the county of mercy so happy to have you here well if you're just joining us with us on the saturday morning april 23rd 2022 i tell you it goes quick doesn't it it goes so quick of course three new shows this week the 6 a.m hour the 8 a.m hour and here we are the bonus the bonus half hour 25 minutes What is this song? I tell you, I got to do everything myself. Dave Luna. Oh, there we are. Yeah, baby, yeah. Has a staff. You don't want to miss cruising with the big kahuna later on today, Saturday, I think, what, five to six? Comes and does it almost live. Hey, uh, we're trying to get rid of, uh, you know, a lot of fun things going on around town, new events. Uh, Well, old events, actually, getting started again after a couple of year hiatus or the virtual events, the drive-through, remember all those? So much fun, you got home, everything was all over the floor of the car. But the castle, Atwater Kiwanis is having their 44th annual steak night. For any of you that have been to this, it's a wonderful time. It's Friday, May 6th, coming up, uh, what, next week? And week from, uh, from? Uh, no, I guess that's, uh, no, it's a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks away, I should tell the calendar. Oh, it's so confusing, all these numbers. Friday, May 6th, $100 tickets each. Uh, really a great deal and a great cause. A majority of that goes back into the community. Over there at the ITLO, that's where it's held at, 18th and U Street in Merced. only 200 tickets sold, every one a winner, first prize, $2,000 cash. They have only a handful of tickets left. Usually this thing is sold out, but not this year right now. If you need tickets, if you want to support a great organization, the Castle Atwater Kiwanis, call Howard for those available tickets at 209. Is his phone number, area code 209 769 9304? Again, uh, just a handful, a couple of handfuls of tickets left. Also, have tickets for the 2022 Merced County Spring Fair. I do. You need to email me, Casey. Steed, Casey. Steed at smgnational.com. Hopefully, you can do that today uh, or soon. So we can get these out in the mail to you. Again, the Merced County Spring Fair is April 27th, starting next Wednesday through May Day, May 1st, coming up. So again, we have family four-packs, uh, which is four tickets for a family of four. Now, if you have three, uh, you'll have one extra. If you have five, well, you know, it looks like they're valued at 12 bucks, So you may have to buy an extra one or sneak the kid over the gate. I don't know. Anyway, uh, three family four-packs of those. So email me, Casey. Dot .steed, or period, whichever way you want to go, at smg, at the at symbol, smgnational.com. Yeah, we were covering the Merced City Council meeting that was held Monday, April 18th, last Monday. Uh, one of the more controversial issues was the, besides changing Main Street from the way it's going now one way to the opposite way, it's going to go now east to west instead of west to east. Yeah, that's the final decision. We we tried out the other way first. I don't know. Again, we're trying a lot of things, folks, with this new mayor. Uh, we're gonna maybe try. Uh, well, we're gonna do the assessment study with this advanced peace process. This is to pay people stipends, uh, fellowships, make them fellow I don't know. They get an embroidered jacket. Is there a a club, a gang? Well, I guess there are not. Any, uh, anyway, uh, it's quite the uh, quite the program. A nonprofit, of course, nonprofit. Five hundred thousand dollars of nonprofit money. Again, uh, taking this out of the uh, weed money, the measure, uh, the measure cannabis, the measure dope money, uh, whatever YZ uh, four hundred and twenty money was that? that? was this week too, wasn't it? Was it anyway? Uh, the four hundred and twenty money uh, going uh, right back to the criminal, or to, uh, to uh, help get criminals off the street? Again, the youth. Interesting uh, statistic uh, that was uh, mentioned, burped in the eight o'clock hour of uh, twelve of the youth homicides here. Uh, in Merced uh, County, I don't know if all in the city, but all from the uh, continuation school Valley. Uh, Was it Valley? Uh, I don't know what it's called. Anyway, uh, for kind of a you know demo there, uh, the kids that uh, you know don't play well with others, uh, not playing well with each other on the street after school, and so now we're uh, gonna you know mentor mentor them. Uh, all these all these touchy feely progressive type things, and again, Kevin Blake, the only one that really making a lot to me. Again, maybe it's just me. A lot of sense up there from the dais, everybody else kind of gnashing teeth. There was a lady, a uh, 70-plus-year-old ex-gang member, told uh, her story of what it took to get her uh, in, in line. Uh, it took her 50 years, and she's 70-some years old. So, again, these things don't happen overnight. Uh, Kevin was mentioned some of the other programs that uh, we've tried in the past. I remember Feet Changing Lives. Of course, there was Cease Fire. That was the one that was mentioned uh, none of those are around. None of those really did any good that uh, we can see. So now we're talking about shotgunning, or excuse me, <laughs> bad word. We're talking about uh, committing five hundred thousand dollars of uh, weed money of uh, the uh, pot, the uh, revenue money, which again, you know, the baloney plan twenty twenty twenty, and then forty percent up for grabs. And I guess again, single source supplier. Boy, I remember the last time uh, we had a Parks and Recreation director. That didn't last long. Uh, he he uh, tried to bring up a single source youth program, and that was uh, roundly shot down. Anyway, let's get right back into the city council comments. Uh, we're going to pick back up with Councilman Kevin Blake. If you heard this in the eight o'clock hour, it just uh, you know I think it bears repeating. Again, he's the only one besides the lady, uh, the seventy-six year old lady, the mother that said it all begins with family. And it gets back to, that's the root cause, my friends. And you're looking at this. She was addressing the council as I do now. You're looking at it left-handed. In other words, wrong. Uh, and it was uh, probably one of the best comments besides Kevin Blake. So let's pick up with him. We'll continue to the end. And then uh, then you'll be back with me. So called me old,
2: I'm sorry, called me old-fashioned. But um, I don't see a lot of redeeming qualities in people who shoot at other people. Um, and that seems to be geared towards firearm, uh, usage here. I think, think about the actual, what that is pulling a trigger to shoot somebody else. You're trying to kill another human being. Um, I don't see a lot of redeeming qualities in that. Um, furthermore, I, I think that the the real solution is increased, um, police enforcement and incarceration. I think when you try to kill other people, you kind of give up your rights. I, I, I really believe that. And I think there's not a lot of solutions for people who do that. Um, I think, these kind of programs, although I think in certain circumstances would be okay, not for somebody who's trying to kill somebody. Sorry, there's not a lot of uh, changing hearts and minds at that point. I take it from somebody who's <laughs> who's who's had a lot of uh, exposure to that. Um, I, I would say I generally support, though. Like if you, you know, if, if if we have a, a program like this and somebody's trying to get a job and trying to work, if they need. You know clothing or something i'm i all i support that um but you know paying people for i I can't remember what the term was for incentives incentives to not shoot people like i I just i'm sorry there's some parts of this that i can you know so somebody who's legitimately trying to better themselves trying to get a job trying to and they need a suit and tie I, i can get down with with supporting that and and fiscally and, uh, and otherwise, I just, um, I've seen a lot of these programs. I saw a ceasefire didn't work at all here. Um, a lot of these programs and they're, they're cute they're fun. They're, you know, but man, and, and what about the victims? Like what if your kid got shot and then they're paying somebody to act right? That's insane. Why, you know, if we're going to spend this money, let's spend it on the, on the victims. Let's get them job training. Let's, let's help them. Um, and I know there was a, a larger conversation about that and you're helping that. I, I just don't. So those are my two cents.
3: Yeah. 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 So I'll, I'll add to this. Uh, and so when, when I initially, this initially was stoked from the conversation uh, that we all had regarding general community violence and uh, my thoughts are, I guess, my heartburn behind it was the uptake in youth violence. And so when this program was, um, presented and we have the opportunity to speak with uh, the uh, program folks in um, Fresno, um, I left their understanding that this was um, another supportive program uh, that, were, that was had the opportunity and the capacity to provide uh, job skills, job placement, soft skills, uh, help with bridging relationships, um, you know, counseling, general support, uh, so on and so forth. Um, It was my understanding as, correct me if I'm wrong, but being a part of the program in in general, um, they would help fund those various types of things. If you needed a suit for an interview or um, because you needed a uniform for work, that was something that this program was prepared to provide. Uh, I, and I want to be very clear about this, is uh, I don't support paying people not to commit crimes. You have choice in the matter and there's consequence for that. Right. Um, I also don't support a program like this bifurcating the criminal justice system or law enforcement. Um, but that's not how this was presented. This program was presented um, in addition to um, alongside. In fact, they said they had, again, they had uh, very uh, concrete uh, conversations uh, all in all. Um, we know that uh, we have an uptake in, in crime, um, and I'm sure we can attribute that to tons of reasons. And so as we start to look at solutions, um, you know, I think there's this thought that it's the responsibility of law enforcement to be the all all be all and catch all and solve all problems, and that's not their responsibility. Um, and so I think that's why now we have gone out and we have contracted clinicians and social workers and homeless advocates and all these other people to come on board to help kind of uh, support um, kind of, I, I guess, our, uh, our, our shortcomings. Um, and I largely would say, um, so while I support programs like this in theory, um, I'm not saying that advanced peace like, is all of y'all. Maybe we go out for an RFP and see what other community-wide programs um that are out there you know uh Ms. Kendra talked about earlier her program that she has for young people that get to spend all their time um you know with with all of them and uh, it's very healthy and safe and educational um so um, I just want to be very 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 clear about, about that okay who's uh can
2: I ask one it? question
3: is yeah there,
2: I have the did you want to go Oh, the one question I had—I think there was something—and hopefully somebody up here can shed some light on it. I did hear or read something. There was an incident recently in the last couple of days where Advanced Peace Fresno had a search warrant or something served on uh, either somebody who was associated with that group or was actually teaching or, or, or proctoring classes. Anybody familiar with that?
4: That's what I—I've I, heard that 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 there were uh, in the recent. Uh, you know, long-term, the, the wiretap investigation that was just in the news in Fresno, where right. 40-something uh, gang members were arrested that a couple uh advanced peace employees were
1: it, were among the arrested. I heard that. Now, <laughs> even when we visited, they had mentioned that there were some that had, like, been, you know, violated for parole. and, and, and Yeah, because when, when, when we work with, with those type of communities, those are the type of things that, that, that happen. Um, and in Fresno, what they did say is that the biggest supporters that they have is Chief Paco. And 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 the former chief Dyer. yeah. It, that they that like they're even bigger supporters taking slack from community, that 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 have that like, you know the mindset that a lot, lot of, a lot of folks do when it comes to working with formerly incarcerated people.
3: I guess. And lastly, I I envision a program something like this, much as, um, kind of like the 109 programming has or that's being offered, right? Job training, counseling, soft skills. Merging back in the community, so on and so forth. Okay. Sarah, do you have anything?
4: I just want to clarify. So, when the program was presented to you in the beginning, it was a lot different than what it you're, what we're looking at now. Is
3: I did, so. First of all, um, I, I am not. I, I don't understand or know the program's history evolution to the magnitude he does. Um, I, you know, I was just in the the meeting with Steph, and that's kind of what my understanding uh of this um this was um they have participated in the follow-up meetings uh, and it sounds like and whoever the individual that created the program right i think there was a conversation with him and so i can only share what i the conversation i was a part of and what i left there leaving
5: so the, the what was shared from fresno is very similar to what was shared with one of the individuals who works from the from the advanced peace organization and in order to better understand what they offer versus what our needs are, we need to do the assessment. I've not done that work. I wanted to come here and get direction. So it's difficult for me to say what it would look like here until you give direction for us to go through that process. That's why we're here today.
4: Anybody else? Good ahead, friend. In-
6: And in all fairness, uh, just because you have a couple of bad apples in the program doesn't necessarily mean that the program's bad. Uh, No, no, no. I know. No, I'm just clarifying that.
4: It's also evidence too that it's actually not a. It's not a substitute for enforcement and prosecution. It's
6: not. No, no. And it's kind of like it's kind of like other organizations that bought mansions and they're still doing business. And you know, I mean, we can make some council members that get in trouble. You know, like myself, you know, it doesn't reflect <laughs> on everybody else. You know, it's it's just a one-time deal. But what I want to say. What about one time? <laughs> what I want to say.
4: One or six or eight or ten.
6: <laughs> never mentioned you. Uh, what I want to say. What I want to say is uh, you heard um, one of my uh, volunteers that was nominated get up here and talk about that it begins in the... Fr- we all know that it begins in the family. We all know that that's where it begins. Uh, to take somebody that's 17 that has been indoctrinated by gangs or uh, peer pressure, that's that's not really, you're not gonna have much, in, you're gonna have the biggest mentors in the world, it's not gonna change just like uh, Mayor Pro Tem Blake said. Somebody that shoots off a gun, uh, they deserve to be in prison. Okay, that's how I feel. Okay. All right, you're trying to take a
4: life. now um we hear that anything anything else new that's on advanced piece
6: uh we don't even like stephanie said we still don't know what's going on so let's okay. just get some more information back on that I, I i like it it sounds good uh
4: okay just a couple of just a couple of thoughts not to cut i'll 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 try to sum up a little bit and then um if anybody has any more comments or suggestions but you know we um we budgeted what two hundred fifty thousand out of measure y for uh, programs such as this. We also budgeted two hundred and fifty out of ARPA for this. We've made those previous decisions. So to budget a total of $500,000, I think, at least in my view, we have to be, we can't backtrack, we gotta be loyal to that. I think we've made those decisions previously. Um, certainly, uh, you know, gang intervention, gang prevention, violence reduction is an extremely worthy cause. It's just a question, obviously, of how um, good the programs are gonna be, how effective they're gonna be. And I know we've all, everybody's worked, I've worked in the criminal justice system for 15 years, right, and you see a lot of programs that are very good and successful, and other ones, uh, that aren't as effective. Um, I think that, and the, the point was made earlier. I believe it was Councilmember it was kind of Shelton. I believe he made the point. Um, you know, we typically follow uh, an open competitive process, like what we did with the um, just what we did a, a little while ago with the nonprofit allocations. I think it's we. It's problematic and we sort of earmark a certain group or a certain program and direct funding to them. I think I, I have, personally have a problem with that. Um, no issue with, with Advanced Peace necessarily, but I think there should there should be an open process. You know, and if they're the best one then um you know they need they, they then they should be awarded the contract but i think um i i certainly su- support this i said su- we've made this decision already but i think we should have um a process and we should uh, encourage and, and invite advanced peace to apply and we should also open it up to other folks as well okay stephanie
5: For uh, for clarity, just so everyone's under the same assumptions, we'll start the site assessment that will guide us into developing some type of scoping document. We'll bring that back to council, get everyone's input, and then we'll go out to RFP.
2: I'd like a vote taken on this.
5: Okay. That's just what I'm hearing. If you want to change it, change it now.
2: Will that include
6: individuals in the commission of a crime that used a firearm? We're going to give them money? Yes, that's no, okay. No, no. But I mean would they be a
4: this, Look, no, this in no it. way affects criminal prosecution and in no way we can't bind the district attorney's office, which is, we can't in any way tell them how to prosecute or not
3: prosecute cases. So <laughs> <laughs> and, well, <laughs> and we're not even vote. No. Okay. So you're not even a vote on advance peace. This is just for an no, assessment. No,
1: the so there's not yeah. a, there's not a, a, a city advanced advance peace at where they stopped Arresting people. Like yeah, this. you can't do yeah. that. Yeah. That's a yeah. It's just that crime has gone down. So, so I make a motion for us to do the a site assessment. I will second that. Okay. Okay. I have a motion by Councilmember Nellis and a second by um, Councilmember Enterrea, Mayor and Council. Please cast your votes. Okay, and the motion passes with Mayor Pro Tem Blake voting no.
0: So the council really wrestling with themselves. You know, more law law enforcement, uh, heavier hand, or some of this touchy-feely stuff. Seems to be they want to go both ways. Uh, Committed to doing the assessment. I don't know. It's when you start looking at the used car too long, pretty soon you almost feel committed to buying it. With these consultants, we uh, get these relationships that seem hard to break. Anyway, I don't know. That's where we're headed, though. You heard the vote. You heard the discussion. We have just a few minutes left. Let me cover something else that was bantied back and forth. It was review and approve. This is, again, from the city council meeting uh, report item, approve recommended allocations of the ARPA money. This is the American Rescue Plan Act to nonprofit organizations, again, wanting to help everybody out. And uh, this last issue that we just covered, that was a nonprofit. And again, not part of ARPA money, but uh, well I think maybe part of it was, but definitely part of the measure Y money, the, uh, the cannabis tax. Uh, but there was uh, 13 recipients of a million and a half dollars of ARPA money. and I'm just going to go through uh, what they wanted and what they got. Friends of Merced County Library wanted 25,000. they got 25,000. The Kwanas Club who run Kittyland over there, uh, they wanted a million, 50,000, they got half a million, 500,000. Boys and Girls Club wanted 134. They got 100,000. League of United African-American Citizens wanted 35,000. They got seven. United Way, uh, Mountain Valley, and Merced County combined wanted about 210. They got uh, 100. Uh, Merced County Hispanic Chamber wanted 12. They got 12. 12, 8. They got 12, 8. Merced County Food Bank, they wanted 250. They got 212. Lao Family, they got 100. They wanted 138. They got 100. Kids Discovery Station. This is the new Science Center over there on Yosemite. Actually, having their Farm to You Day today. If you're interested, sponsored by the Farm Bureau. We've been promoting that all week. Again, that goes on all day today. Get over there and check that out. Kids Discovery Station wanted two hundred eighty-five thousand dollars. They got two hundred. Not bad. Community Foundation Merced County wanted two hundred fourteen thousand. They got one hundred fifty. Uh Gateway EduCare, they wanted ninety-two thousand, they got ninety-two thousand. And United Way Food Recovery, they wanted two hundred and eighty-five uh, thousand. And I don't know, they just have nothing here. I quite understand that. I think they were bumped up into the other United Way. But when this came up before the dais, uh there was some talk about, you know, Kitty Land. Five hundred thousand dollars. You know, five hundred thousand bucks and uh pointed out again, MCOE math, really kind of eye-opening, you know, that's a third of a million five, because 500,000 times three is is a million five. And so it was uh $500,000 just to Kittyland, which I think is our most successful railroad, our version of HSR here in Merced County, uh, that we're ever going to see that hauls passengers uh, on a weekly basis, uh, more than HSR's hauled or will haul, I think, well, I hope to live a long life, but it doesn't, it's not looking good. It's like a glorified Amtrak corridor. Of course, we have the new Patriot rail over there at the uh, county yard, which, by the way, the engine on display, it kind of sits there. I don't know if they start it up once in a while. Maybe Darren goes over there and oils it up. You know, I don't know. Where's the engineer's hat? I think the whole, the whole, you know, anyway. And you know what else is going on today? You can get a free load of compost out there at the uh, at the main landfill out there on Highway 59. You know, instead of, <laughs> I mean, twice a month at the council, at the county supervisor's chamber, but today... Today, uh, free landfill compost over there at the... Uh, they're not a name for it. They just call it the Highway 59 landfill. We should name that after a prominent citizen, huh? I'm not, I'm not volunteering, but uh, again... Oh, jeez, can you make the music? We're out of time. So lots of things covered at the city council meeting. Easy to give $500,000 uh, to keep felons from shooting each other. You know, uh, giving them a little, uh, little reason not to shoot each other. Are you and me... But to give $500,000 to Kitty Land? Oh my word, that was like pulling teeth. Pulling teeth. (sighs) Anyway. Hey, we're out of time. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your Valley Citizen Watch on Merced's news talk station, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM KYOS. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. I've
3: got the sweetest hangover.